0: Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at PhantomFaction at Outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction
1: Podcast, episode 18. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm John. And we are discussing. Well, first of all, we did an investigation in the meantime. That's uh, right. With ship, so we'll be discussing that as well as some of uh, your stories, and uh, of course the ever <laughs> adventures of John. <laughs> John has all the luck. <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> it depends on your perspective. I'm getting jealous. <laughs> they seem to like you, John. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You're the magnet. You're the Phantom Faction magnet, right? Yeah. The so.
3: phantom faction punching bag yeah the punching bag <laughs> yeah exactly so ship
2: which is you know which which Danny and I are part of and John is kind of sort of Tony says it, I am even though you've never actually been on an investigation I
3: didn't have to ride the goat yet I thought that was the way you were officially documented <laughs> <in laughs> okay, ride the goat yeah but I haven't <laughs> done that yet or, we sent the goat
2: to your bedroom that one night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. like, okay. I'm out. Yeah, and he was like had glowing red eyes, and yeah. and uh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. It smelled like sulfur. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So ship did an investigation at the governor's residence in Guelph, Ontario. If uh, you know, we had a lot of mostly American listeners. So if you don't, you're not you're not going to be familiar with Guelph. But it's a it's a beautiful old city founded by the Scots and the Irish. Big Italian community, about 130,000 people. Um, right. And the governor's residence is connected to the old Guelph jail. And back in the day, even when Canada used to execute people, they used to hang guys in the courtyard. And uh, I think the last one was in the 20s or 30s. Standing, I can't remember.
1: Yes, I think that's... But
2: there's been several hangings there. bring that back. And yeah, we should bring it back, but uh, <laughs> the staff there over the years have said that there's been some crazy stuff happening there. Um, things they've seen things move. They've had a hard time keeping uh, cleaning staff after hours. Uh, ladies were afraid to go into the attic. Afraid to go into the basement. All sorts of things, right? And I'm sure the stories got you know snowballed and and uh, a little exaggerated over the years. But I was in there a year ago doing a presentation for Guelph City Council on the paranormal when we did the uh, the investigation at the Wellington Archives and Museum. And then when I was there, they said, oh, you should come in and do an investigation. And I just kind of forgot about it, and then we just, just got busy, and then the summer came, and vacation and everything else. So we were in there last Monday, and it was me, Danny, Tony, Corinne, and Michelle, and uh, a lady by the name of Christina, and she was our uh, our chaperone for the evening. She's she works there, and she loves paranormal stuff. So she was mm-hmm. you know willing to uh, stay with us for the night while we while we did our thing. And uh, we've got tons and tons mm-hmm. of EVPs. Tony has seven pages already. And we were only there for what,
1: four or five hours maybe? Yeah, I think uh, when once we got all set up, so yeah, it was like 7 to 11 or th-
2: yeah, somewhere and in there. Yeah, we didn't, We weren't even there that late. Mm-hmm. I haven't even begun to do my uh, review of my recorder yet, but Tony sent us an EVP. Actually, let me back up. So we were all sitting there mm-hmm. and you were there, Danny. And uh, in the corner of the room, Tony had the spirit box going, but he didn't, didn't have it really loud. And we heard this full disembodied sentence from a man in the corner. Right. And we all reacted to it and said, what the heck was that? And did you hear that? And you, and I'll play it for you. And uh, it, it was really, it was, it was something else. And even the girl, Christina, in her office heard it through the door because I, I walked right over to see if she was maybe playing some music or watching a video on her computer or whatever and as yeah. soon as I entered the you know entered her office she says I heard it, she says that wasn't me and she was a little bit freaked out. <laughs> so I closed the door quickly. I don't want to work here no more. Yeah, so while I'm pulling this up, John, why don't you tell everybody what happened to you with a spirit from the governor's residence?
3: Yeah, um... So when you guys, before you went, I got some images of a guy who was hung and a woman who was distraught about it. Like, I mean, she was just... And she came to me and that he should never have been hung. It wasn't fair. Um, he had no choice and all this other stuff. And it didn't make a lot of sense. But then Dan found an article that you pulled out of the archives yeah. online. Yeah. And he found out about a fight between these... There was different... Was, was it Irish and, and Scottish that were uh, at each other?
2: I think it was... Oh. All Irish. He was like Orangemen, like Catholic and Protestant. Right. Okay. So because when they came to Canada to I escape know. all that stuff, they brought their they brought it with them. They brought their bullshit
3: with them. That's right. And, uh, and so <laughs> there was a big fight, and it turned out there was a group of men that got into a fight. And long story short, this fellow that I believe that came to me was in a fight. The guy had a bayonet and was trying to stab him with it, and he wouldn't back off the guy who was with the bayonet. And he ultimately ended up taking out a small pocket knife and stabbing this guy. And I honestly believe, from what she's told me and he's told me, that he didn't have a choice. Like, this guy just was not going to stop. He wanted to hurt him. He wanted to... Sure. And, and and ultimately, the guy who, in my opinion, used self-defense, he hung for it. And I believe that's his voice that you guys have there. Okay. Now, I've, I've got it queued up here.
2: Um, hopefully, everybody can hear it. But you, I'll tell them. You'll hear a guy, a man, say, stop, stop, stop whatever you're doing. Yep. Stop it. That's the spirit, the disembodied voice coming yeah. from the corner of the room while we're all standing there. So here we go.
1: you You can see the reaction of, of all of us. Oh there. man, you <laughs> all heard it I, you. I was sitting close and I I just turned, you know. <laughs> yeah, you were
2: you were in the area. Like
1: you were the closest. Yeah, I was watching the screens at the time. That's right. And so I was at that far end of the table and then it was just like, you know And, and he wasn't coming through the voice box? No. So no, that was just totally just The spirit disembodied. box was, was
2: about was, fifteen feet away.
1: Yeah, wow. Well, and Tony
2: had it had the volume the had the volume on low. Yeah. And we all heard the voice at the time, but we didn't hear what it said. Like we were like we, we knew it was a man, we knew it was a sentence. We yeah. knew it was like four or five, six words. Yeah. And, you know, we all kind of looked at each other like and you can hear our reaction. So yeah, what the hell was that? Yeah. And yeah. you know, did that was that from this or where you know? And then finally Tony pulled it up on his digital recorder and well you hear this yeah. this spirit. Yeah. So, so, so you clear? guys can
3: review that little section, maybe put some earphones on, but you can hear it plain as day. Oh yeah. And yeah. He's got a you're right, that's like a sentence there. Yeah,
1: right? you don't really have to tell the people what it says because you hear it so yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's I mean, disembodied. It's yeah. not
2: even an E V P. No. No, so that's right. it was right out there in the open. And that's right. probably the clearest, uh, longest
3: uh, disembodied voice I've ever heard. And I believe he's the husband of the woman that came to me mm. and was so distraught. The one that's crying in the stereo. Crying and she was distraught because he, I believe in today's system, that he would have been found self-defense. Right. Because
2: or he would have got involuntary manslaughter or something. Yeah. yeah it, we years. weren't as harsh, right. right? No.
3: But I think, honestly, I think this guy, like when he's saying stop something, I think that's a loop of what he went through. Right. And maybe that's why she's crying, because he's trapped there. But the energy that. He, he Exactly. He must have used to project that, though, yeah. right? Because disembodied yeah. voices are quite rare. We, we should go back there, and at least move those two. Because mm-hmm. I think he's stuck. He's stuck. He needs to move. And that's why she's there, because, yeah. you know. Yeah, and and we should post um, on the Facebook page the link to that article you found, and people can read it for themselves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for and sure. That, that was but that was him coming through. But tell the listeners what happened to you. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so you guys went on your investigation on Monday. Yeah. I think I told you about what I saw on the previous Friday ish that range there. Yeah. And yeah, because you picked up on it before we even got there. Yeah, she came to me the minute you named the place, and I'm just alone. Boom! She just came, right? She just came flooding at me. Um, and it's like they want to get the message out, like you know, you know. I guess if you're wrongly accused, well, mm-hmm. it's been over a hundred years. Yeah, They've and been so floating around the building, yeah. right? So I'm sitting there, and I was thinking about the investigation that you guys did, and I was thinking about her, but nothing, you know. And I'm home alone. I'm just I'm dog sitting again. <laughs> And next thing you know, my throat closed up. And it was like somebody just started choking me from behind. I'm sitting in a chair in the corner of the room. And next thing you know, I can't breathe. And I'm standing up, and I'm like, <gasps> and I'm, I can't breathe. It also felt like somebody put their hand over my nose. Hmm. And it was something like, what did I, because I was in a panic when I called you. He was like, he, he said, see what I went through or something. And he was all, and I, literally 10 seconds, this dog. Oh, I'm, you had a noose around your neck. Yeah, well, it was hmm. like. Like, yeah. either he was trying to show me what he went through, or yeah. he physically grabbed my throat right. to show me his pain, what he went through, and he's an yeah. innocent man, right? Yeah. And maybe they think that I can hear it, and so I got to say it. Maybe that's part of what that was all about. Maybe. But I ended up phoning. Uh, Dan, I said, like, I can't text this. No. And I've never talked to Dan's wife before. I've never met well, her. Well, we were driving in the
2: car, so I put you on
3: the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, and so this is the first time she's ever heard me. And he's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know and it, coughing and hacking. And I'm like, everybody here who... um. If you've ever swallowed something wrong and you get that coughing... Yeah. Okay, I had that with... I no food, no fluids, no. All, I'm just sitting there. All of a sudden, I went, and I couldn't breathe. And Your I'm just,
2: voice was yeah. awful.
3: Yeah, and then I phoned Tony to talk about it, and he was yeah. just like... And I said, that's from your investigation. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm convinced. And so he hung. Next thing you know, I got this throat thing. Mm-hmm. And I think they want his message out. He didn't do... He had no choice in what he did. This guy was not going to back off. And I'm going to bet you this fight... That happened with him. This is just a continuation of what's gone on for months, if not years. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he had him with a bayonet. And the reason they found him guilty was they said, well, the bayonet was kind of dull. Well, you know what? If somebody jabs even if it's a little bit dull. Oh, I could stab you with a ruler. That's right. Piercer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. a, a pen, you know. Yeah, exactly. for sure. So, yeah. yeah. So that was my little... I didn't even go on the investigation no, and I got you know shook like a rag doll for a little bit there, <laughs> but yeah, I I phoned uh, uh, Dan and Tony, and I could barely talk. Like I, but I thought you know what, I can't text you this. You, you got to hear it for yourself. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you know, you're not gonna believe yeah. it. I'm just like, <laughs> like the Godfather. Somebody's gonna kill my whole family. You know? <laughs> yeah, so I just found a horse's head in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's an Italian yeah. community. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, paisan. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? From a place that has had hangings there's got to be the, the amount of spirits that would be there because there'll be people there that watch well they love die well and, when we
2: use the spirit yeah. box we got a couple different female voices we mm-hmm. got several male voices yeah. um one of the we said to one of the <laughs> the, vo- the spirits we said how did you die and a voice came through said i was hanged yeah and we're yeah. like oh that's pretty cool yeah. and we, we got names so uh, one guy said did did anybody did any of the spirits work here and, and the spirit said i did he said, What's your name? I said David. Wow. I go, okay. Yeah. And he didn't sound like he sounded fairly new ish. Like yeah. he would like maybe a fifties, sixties, like he might have been a former yeah. clerk there or, yeah. Who knows? or whatever. Because it hasn't been used as a jail or a, a gallows in, since you know the nineteen twenties, right? Right. So
1: yeah, hmm. I started to walk around with the ghost box and there's a picture on the wall there. There's quite a few oh, yeah. of, of the uh, like from the water the Wellington County archives. And it's just a, it's a hilarious picture really, but it's got about six or seven guys all just standing there. They all get their bowler hats on and I'm not even sure what building they were in front of. But as I'm walking by with the ghost box and I stopped and I put it toward the picture and I said, uh, are you any of these guys in this picture? And out of the ghost box, you just hear this no, like this drama, like yeah, you know, it was, like it was disgusted. Yeah. It was, in it me. was yeah. like a kid going no, yeah, I'm like
2: oh wow, yeah, it was yeah, funny. It was we, was all started, we all started laughing. Yeah, but, but uh, we got a lot of really cool orbs too uh, on the night vision camera. Like yeah. that one orb, it was almost like a face, and it it came and it like like looked stopped right in front of the camera, like he was looking at the camera. Wow, and then you, and then yeah. it took off. That's yeah. not dust. That no, dust. no. I had a few. As, too. There's no bugs in there, right? Especially when I was watching
1: it, it yeah, had you know some that would go right across the floor, not like floating in the air, right, right across the floor, and then make a right angle turn. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, dust that's, doesn't do that. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, that was something else. And the other thing, and it's the first time that I've witnessed this, and and I'm fairly new at at this game, but uh, I walked in. Well, first of all, Dan scared the heck out of me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so I went down to the main floor just to be by myself and see what I can get and uh, there's a, like a it's like a little bit of a lobby yeah a nice waiting area, waiting and, area. And, then, and then an office and the, the waiting area has like some leather couches and really nice. It's got the old hardwood floor you know it's got a really neat vibe to it feel, and it's pitch black like there's only like the exit signs that are mm. lighting up the, the room and there was like a little bit of a light at the front door and Danny comes down the stairs and I'm sitting in the dark and I'm wearing all black as usual, right? So he can't even see me. I'm like the biggest ninja in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and he's walking around and he, he knows I'm down there, right? But he's, he looks like uh, Inspector Clouseau. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah, very and, quiet. And uh, I go...
3: <laughs> like this. And
2: he's like,
3: Jesus. <laughs> he
2: says, I knew you were here and you still got me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I said, that's just me. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, tell them about the office. Yeah.
1: Um, there was an another office that was just off of that main area.
2: Luckily it was like the boss's office right. or something.
1: Yeah. And I had walked in there and right away, you know, I just felt that pressure around my head. Mm-hmm. Like the air pressure just changed. And so I I called on Dan and and I said you got to come in this room you know I said There's just like a really heavy duty. It was pressure. like
2: walking through mud. Yeah. In really? that room. Yeah. And it was freezing. Yeah. The temperature. Yeah, well, as dropped, soon as he went, walked
1: in, he just was. Just went. Woof. And and that's the first time that I've ever felt it, like a temperature change that rapidly. Um, now, we didn't have the the meter there with us to measure temperature, but, uh, no, you know, but you I see, had goosebumps. Yeah, I,
2: you see on these ghost shows where they're like, oh, feel this pocket of cold air over here, right? Yeah. And I don't think I've ever really experienced yeah, that. Yeah, I've never either. And but when I walked in the room, and it was normal temperature. yeah, And then within, like, what, seconds? Yeah, with 10 both seconds, of us yeah. in there, it almost yeah. felt it like it was, was threatened freezing. or something. It was like a meat locker. Yeah, yeah, that's, and, I, uh, I know that feeling. And, and then we and walked
1: back out. Oh,
2: and then when I walked weird. outside... Into the yeah. main hallway, I kept getting uh, the smell of feces. Yeah, oh. I was getting whiffs of crap. <laughs> yeah, and I yep. said to Danny, I said, "There's something nasty here." Yep, I yep. said, and, and it's, I did tell you that, didn't I? Yeah, you I, did oh. say there's something, something nasty, nasty here. there. I yeah. said there's something and, nasty, and uh, I kept getting whiffs of poop. Yeah, and I said, "Oh,
3: something here, you know, really." I, I think they're dis- drawn to tainted land. I really do those types of oh, things. Well, it's bad energy, right? Yeah, it's bad. I think they're drawn to that, right? They just—it's like a magnet for them, like the demon, type, yep. the dark that, that, things, yeah, or non-human entities yeah. or whatever. You know, I think they're drawn. to But that. I
2: kept getting the whiff of yeah, that's a poop. Yeah, and, sign and right I smelt it too. Yeah, you smelt it too.
3: Yeah. So yeah, and nobody here was dealing, right? You guys, yeah. So. Yeah. Dealing, right? You guys no. Okay, <laughs> okay. Just uh, no. <laughs> no. If you did, you got to debunk it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. okay. I wasn't floating any air biscuits. I have been the first one to admit,
1: man. Yeah, yeah, that was me, but yeah. no, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we know it
3: was now some non-human. Non-human
1: pooper. Yeah. The no,
2: phantom yeah. shitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Phantom
1: yeah. farter. Yeah, it smelled like a more of a diaper smell or something. I don't yeah, know. What it but yeah. was. it just kept
2: yeah. coming and going. Like, you get it for a second, and it'd be gone. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like it
1: just comes over and checks you out. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, yeah,
3: nasty, nasty. Yeah, they love that kind of place. They well, love it. It's kind of a place. beautiful building. It's oh,
2: got yeah. great
1: people working in it. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, it's modernized, and yet it still has, like, the, the old moldings around the right. windows. Big, thick wood. Retain the character. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: and the old jail, unfortunately, is the, uh, the treasury department. The treasury, yeah. So there's none of the cells are there anymore, none of, like okay. nothing. So it's just like a modern office, right? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a cool building. And I'm sure when we do the presentation, the ladies there are going to all quit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So,
2: yeah. If you're looking for a job and you're in the Guelph area, you're not afraid of, sp- somebody- not afraid of spirits or demons that smell like poo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what was the name of the lady that was there? With- Christina. The- Christina, yeah. She was telling me that the cleaning ladies there were. Hard to keep. Out. Yeah. yeah. Some of them were hard to keep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's night shift, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 After hours. 5 p.m. Everybody's gone, so the ladies come in and they're like, Ooh.
3: yeah, yeah. cleaning bottle. You put it there, and now it's over here, and uh, <laughs> maybe uh, yeah. maybe footsteps yeah. and all that
1: yeah. stuff." And the the attic certainly had a heavy feel to it too. But there was a lot of uh, like air conditioning equipment and all sorts of stuff that wasn't there at one time. That's right. all up there now, making noise and stuff. So right. yeah, but that's where a lot of we had a camera up there. And that's oh, but
2: Tony cool. and I did get footsteps. Oh, did you? Okay. When we were both up there in the beginning, we did, yeah. We were getting footsteps uh, around uh, around Tony. Yep. So and he wasn't moving, and he was shifting his weight and wasn't making a sound, but we could hear the, the footsteps. Mm. So I'm sure that's on his recorder. Right. So another thing I want to talk about, and I almost forgot about, is John and I have had a visitor at our place, and we're trying to figure out where he's come from. He's about four feet tall. Oh Christ! He's yeah. all white. I've only seen him straight on. You said you've you've seen
3: a profile shot. Yeah, he's, I've, he's I've got seen got him a, both ways. He's got a bit of a beak, like yeah, a, it almost got like a bird-like head to it. Hmm. And it's really like, but see, I, I asked don't get you if a, that's from Lorraine. this don't a psychic. Yeah, or, I don't get a bad from
2: feeling from it at all, though.
3: You know, I haven't. But the only thing I didn't like about it is that it scared the crap out of me because it come up right up on the side of my chair, yeah, and kind of turned and looked at me, and then it just. Shh,
2: See, he What's stands kind of, yeah. in my doorway. Yeah. When I'm watching TV or whatever, and I'm, and I'm just like, oh, you know, like he's whatever who, whoever he is or whatever it is is back. Yeah. But he's just kind of like checking in on me, and then he yeah, goes I mean, and, and sees you. He's or, got a skinhead, a skinny a head. Yeah, he's got a skinny head.
3: And when I saw him, he's almost got like a like a, a beak, like a bird kind of thing. Yeah, right? I've never
2: I've never seen the profile shot. Just and whenever
3: off. he comes into my room, I never see him full bodied. He'll be beside like a, a side table, looking over, just looking at me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll oh, catch see, the I get full body no I haven't got that he, and when he came beside my chair I got a about three quarter look at the most yeah but I haven't seen the feet the legs even the hands but I've seen basically from the chest up looking at me over a table mm. you know he's about four
2: feet tall maybe max yeah.
3: he, he you know what maybe because like when I see it it's always hunched a bit so it I see it about three feet but it, yeah. I'm thinking maybe if it stood straight up it like.
2: almost looks like a gray
3: mm-hmm.
2: but it's white.
3: And it's skinnier, and his head's not as bulbous. Yeah, it's like somebody took his head to... Yeah, pfft. squished his head. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where that... I thought that came from Lorraine that you worked with. I don't know. I haven't talked... I don't think I've talked about that yet on, yeah, on any of the no, podcasts. So, but, but it's there, another
2: there, psychic Dan knows. Yeah, there's a lady that been, I've been working with, and she's trying to help me develop some of my stuff. And, and she deals with non-human guides. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I wonder if that's... And she, uh, she said that she was going to send one over to my place but the, the one she described was huge. I don't know if this guy's just a yeah. uh, tag along or, I don't know where he's from. Or he's just coming to check us out, but 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 I don't nothing, get any bad yeah. feelings from him at no, all. Same here.
1: Like maybe a spirit animal, uh like the indigenous all believe in their their spirit animals. Yeah, so, I don't know. You know. I don't know. It's it's a bizarre looking thing. Like, yeah.
3: part of me when it's I'll looking give him at a, head I give him head on he's almost like Casper. Because well, <laughs> he's yeah. all white, right? He's yeah. got the funny shaped head, and yeah. when you look the- at it head on, you could almost say it was like a little person yeah. with a massive nose. And then when I turned him side, the nose looked like about four inches long and had like a little curl to it, right? Yeah. And but did Owen Wilson die? No, <laughs> no, not that, that I'm not, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. But as far as in my you house, got it. You yes. didn't get it. I know who all oh, okay. is. Yeah, I know. They're the yeah. penis feels? No, I know exactly, exactly. But I wasn't going to go there. Right? Hey, oh, Jimmy he yeah. died. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yes. nothing, nothing negative from this. And it, no. but the thing that I, I, what I surprised me about it is one time I and I said this to Dan. I'm trying to work on this. I'll notice on my peripheral. I know something's there, and quite often my first reaction is to look right at it. I might get a two-second look, and it's gone. And then they disappear. So this thing was there, and I watched TV, and no word of a lie, I probably w- waited 15 or 20 minutes before I looked over it, before I left. But it just stood there the whole time staring but at But he doesn't disappear when I look at him. Well, for me, he'll he'll disappear, or he walk it into the hallway. No, he'll just stand
2: there, and yeah. I can look right at him, and I'll say, Hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. He, Who the hell are you? Yeah. Tell me. Who it's, are you?
3: Yeah. And then I'll... Whatever. Let's go back to watching TV. Yeah, I don't know where this has come from. I but, have no uh, idea. But yeah, again, yeah. for a change, it doesn't seem like it's anything that's a problem.
1: Yeah. No, no. And I think that's a good point that we should raise too. Is is the fact that not all yeah. the spirits or anything, some are there to watch over us, which we've mentioned on on the program before. Yeah. Uh, but I know you know a lot of our programs, especially lately, have certainly been <laughs> really kind of scary. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, that's um, right. But. Yeah, not not everything that moves in your home or anything is a bad spirit, so No. You know? I mean, maybe he just wanted to see me he didn't know when I was gonna get choked
3: out. And yeah. so he'd been hanging around he wanted to watch me get choked out. and he's just like you know he's yeah. into that sort of thing. I didn't see me doing that if I was dead, just maybe I knew that like, you were gonna get choked, i would hang
0: around and watch that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jump around a room when he's being choked and wow. like do that. But like you, Dan said about your, your uncle showing up and Why you don't? know
0: uh,
1: and yeah, I mean, so and they presented out there themselves to
2: John too. Yeah, is that right? Well,
1: yeah, that's right because yeah. you uh, Yeah,
2: well, he yeah, helped out he...
3: with the big, the big, uh, the big guy, the big ugly thing. Yeah, yeah. and and he helped out with um, Richard. Yeah, from the old rental place. He well, they both did the that. second time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, speaking of speaking of the big John spirit? Has has he been uh, around at all? Or is you, he given up? Not even a sign. Good. Not even a sign. Yeah.
2: He, you know what? He he might be terrorizing somebody else. Could be. Or he's finally just
3: buggered off. I think maybe he saw that goat and was in my house and he said, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. So The hierarchy yeah. has been <laughs> set. Yeah, but no hint of him whatsoever. Mm. Not whatsoever. You know? Um, I do have stuff popping in, but that's happened all I've time. had
2: people tell me, they've listened to the pod, and they're like, they're terrified of the the big john spirit and they're like you know if i listen to it, is he's is he gonna connect with me and show up yeah. at my place i'm like ah, no no don't worry i said if he does let us know yeah we'll, yeah we'll go after We'll him. kick his teeth in yeah his, his he's
3: teeth. he's the one malevolent malevolent one that like we do have his ticket oh yeah yeah we we can you know he's just he's a glutton for punishment now yeah if he comes back yeah uh, but no no hint of him stop that I know. I'm making noise I'm <laughs> kidding, <Adam>. Um <laughs> No, I have no hint of them around. Try will play at all. with this
1: coffee yeah. cup if you hear weird yeah. Noises. yeah, And I should mention, too, that you may hear some voices, but there is a dance studio next door. Yes. And they're coming in and out of that door, so.
2: Yeah, little you, kids. Yeah. They're not little demons. Well, they are little demons, but they're actually alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: The good demons. Halloween's yeah. in a couple days, too, so. Now, there is an interesting subject, too. Uh, Halloween. I mean, it. It's legendary as far as
2: The Veil is the thinnest, they say. Yes. In yeah. October and especially around Halloween, right? Right. And uh I was even I was talking to Michelle De Roche, who we've had on the podcast, and she's a very well known lady. She's been on mm. every paranormal show you can almost think of. And uh I was talking to her on Sunday and she and I, I said to her, I said Does it seem to you that things are ramping up? Like Mm -hmm. it seems like there's more and more people, even on Facebook, who are saying, you know, there's something here. There's something going on in my house, and and she says, yeah, she says there's something something going on. She said the time of the year too with October, right? But uh, she said there's definitely something going on. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's instead of the zombie apocalypse, it's the ghost apocalypse.
3: Yeah, I I think they're more active in the cold weather too. Think so? I really do. Yeah, I, th- I think they're more active. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask me why, but I won't. No, because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. But I know in my house, my activity always goes up in the winter. Really? Yeah. yeah, I notice a lot more moving around the house at night.
1: Yeah, than they do in the summer. Still have it, but then the winter seems to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we've got some stories
0: from... Some, some, listeners. some listeners, yes. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction@outlook.com. At Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. And welcome back. Phantom Faction Podcast, episode 18,
1: with Dan, John, and Danny. And we're talking stories now uh, from you listeners. And once again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has uh, been very gratifying for all of us.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: It is, definitely. Cool.
2: Especially when we get those emails and those messages, right, from people. And and uh, we've got our little pumpkin carving contest. And so far only one person has, yeah. uh, has uh, officially entered. So she's definitely a contender. Yeah, she yeah. is. <laughs> She might win. Yes, yeah, she's got a good She's, she's leading crack. the pack. She's right? leading the yeah. pack with her, her Peppa Pig. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh gosh. <laughs> that was right. funny. Yes, it can be very scary. Yes,
2: demonic Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh. So... Anyhow, John's got a story here from a listener, and
3: I is it an, an anonymous, anonymous listener? Yeah, I'm gonna leave her anonymous. Oh, know, it's a her. It, it's a her. Way but that's go, as John. far. But we narrowed it down. We yeah, narrowed it down. I'd say 90 percent of our listeners are hers, so that's not gonna. That's because <laughs> of Danny. Yeah, I yeah. know exactly. Yeah. but yeah, and we're having the sign pictures, getting them ready, so oh, we'll let you geez. know when they're available. Yeah, but that's that's for another pod. Um, so. Let's put it this way. Does Fabio still look to you for uh,
1: inspiration? <laughs> of course. Of course.
2: Of course. Yeah, hair, hair product. The hair product. It. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um,
3: so, so I had a, a private message conversation with one of our our uh, subscribers, and some of the things that I said about the greys resonated with her. And so we spoke, and she sent me some information. Um, and I'd suggested, you know, like maybe based on what you've said, you should maybe want to record like I did, and she doesn't want to. Right. So then she sent me some information. So to give you an idea, when she was eight years old, she has memories of drawing the head and a, like a gray alien in the sand um, at an after-school daycare when she's waiting to get picked up. So you're eight years old, and she's she's doing that. Um, I think she told me that the very first time she saw a gray on TV or, or, or whatever it was, that she screamed for her mother to get rid of it. So it had that much of an impact on wow. her. Um, she actually, believe it or not, and the things that you'll do when you're a kid, she actually wrote a note to the aliens and left it in her bedroom. And the intention was to kind of extend an olive branch, like, hey, you know, I'm a cool human being. <laughs> Dear you alien, know, you don't want leave to leave me alone. Yeah, you don't, yeah, at least Here's I, a cookie. I'm not worth taking, you know, so like that, that's one thing to say the least, but, uh. That's funny. Then she also said, then she's in her twenties and, um. She would go on backpacking, uh, multi-day trips where mm-hmm. she'd be off, uh, be by herself. And her biggest fear was not what could be in the woods. It wasn't like psycho killers or you know none of that kind of stuff. The biggest thing for was she was afraid of was aliens. Just the thought of aliens, right? Wow. That's what. Uh, and she says to this day, I still have nightmares about being abducted. Um, she so she said and to summarize. It's like three days, three decades of alien nightmares. Wow! That she's had. Does she have any marks on her? No, I never asked that. No, because I didn't want to make sure she didn't think I was trying to be creepy. Well, but, <laughs> um, but we can ask here. I mean, trying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peep is my middle name. No, um, but anyway, when I messaged her because some of her reactions reminded me of me. Yeah. And like I, I can remember from a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I don't where it was. I saw like an alien that kind of creeped me out, even as a small guy. And then um, was it Schreiber, Whitley Schreiber? Whitley Schreiber, yeah. Commun- when I saw communion, a communion right? when I saw the cover of his book, I mean, honestly, God, I'd be what, a young teenager then when that came out. Yeah, that creeped the hell out of me. And I was actually compelled, and I bought it. And I remember, I, and I never did get past the very beginning of the introduction. Yeah, I, I read it years and, and years I pitched ago. it. Um, and so she has the same. So then the thing is. Where did that come from? Yeah, where does that fear come from, right? Exactly. I'm I'm going to say that she's in the same boat as me. That she's had them pop in and visit her, and she has somewhere. She's latent memories of something, but to be eight years old and drawing a picture of a gray mm-hmm. in the sand, right? but she remembered something. Uh,
2: Maria's house, and mm-hmm. she like her little guy, and we've talked about her yep. situation. Yep, and he, they creeped he, the hell out of her. He has drawn the greys. Yep, he has. he's got a little uh, blow-up grey uh, toy that yeah. he ran into his room and
3: dug out of his junk yeah, the first, junk time, the first time I went there. Yep. And uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, I think people have retained memories. And I think that's why I was creeped out about it. Somehow I remembered that. Right. You know, like whatever they do to... And he had a portal in his bedroom, too, the poor little guy. I don't know what I had right. back when I lived in Mississauga. Yeah. Who knows, but... They used to creep the hell out of me. Used to, and I remember as a kid, mm-hmm. I can remember waking up at, and like in a panic. And I didn't know why. Yeah, and I remember I was always freaked out about under my bed. You know, and every kid has that. But I mean, I mean, mine was like I can remember I, waking up and like the heart just going like 200 miles an hour. Right, and it was like when I first saw something that you would say was a picture of a gray alien. I remember I had a real negative reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Really negative reaction, and I was just like, I'm going to say I was six to ten years
1: old, that range there. Yeah. Wow, you know, could even go further past life experience. Who knows, well. right? You, Who knows? You know, it's conjuring up a a memory. Yep,
3: mm-hmm. they've been coming here for a long time. But mm-hmm. I'm going to say, and uh, we're going to leave her her name off the table. Um, she didn't care, but we'll leave it. Um, I'm going to say that she's had some some visits.
1: Yeah, I, I think th- you're right. I'm going
3: to say that's why she's got the memories. Like, can you imagine? Uh your biggest fear in the world. Like you're you're a a, a girl, a young girl going all over these places and you're not worried about crazy people, psychos, bears, cougars in the woods, whatever you it's like, Oh my god, I hope the aliens don't come. I hope the aliens don't screw yeah. up my camping trip. That's right. So <laughs> I think she's definitely had some interaction that she probably has only recollection she has is the shape of that head. Wow. You know. So Yeah, so anyway, thank you for that. That was a very cool, cool story that resonated with me for sure. So I have uh, an email from a lady
2: by the name of Carol, and I know Carol quite well, and she's from northern Ontario, and if we go Bigfoot hunting, we might uh, get to see her. It's been a while. And she is a correctional officer, and she used to work at a complex in way northern Ontario, like you'd have to drive pretty far to get there. And I've heard rumors, even before I saw her email, I've heard rumors of this place being haunted. Okay. And uh, there was an apartment complex uh, across from the jail that they used to let the correctional officers live in. Go Back in the good old days when the government used to take care of you, right? Right, right. And I used to hear stories from other people about how haunted these buildings were. And I don't think, uh, and this is what, the town is called Monteith, and uh, I don't have any recollection of them hanging guys up there, or, but there'd be a lot of native land, uh, and who knows,
3: like. General negativity. Yeah, who
2: knows what you could drag into that place, right? But uh, she would, you know, she would hear footsteps coming from, you know, empty apartments, because uh, it they weren't all occupied, right she, you know she's always looking in the driveway to see the landlord was there um and everything else and she says one one cold rainy fall weekend, her parents arrived to help her move to another small town, ten minutes from Monteith, and they had a German shepherd who was who was like the, the baby of the family right, and the dog jumped out of the van, looked at the house, like this apartment complex that she was in. And tried to literally claw his way back into the car. He was so scared. Mm. Like, wouldn't go anywhere You know, it's a puppy, right? You think he'll, he'll go anywhere, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, if she's standing in the doorway saying, you know, come on, come on. But this this thing seriously, like, tried to claw his way back into the car. Uh-huh. And once they got him into the house, he wouldn't stop whimpering, like, all night. And it was, you know, he clearly wasn't comfortable in that home. Um, she transferred to the North Bay Jail. And then, and I've heard stories of the jails being quite haunted, and, and I think that they used to do uh, executions up there a long, long time ago. Um, she, was, she says, I was working an area we call the second main floor. It was about 4 p.m. and I was trying to call the first main floor via my radio to send the kitchen workers to the kitchen. I was about to key the mic when I felt my hair move back from the left side of my face, I stood very still and held my breath as I could see a man's face out of the corner of my left eye uh, on my shoulder, right by my face, just staring at me. About 10 seconds later, the face disappeared, and I went back about my business while thinking, holy crap, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And then she says, about five years ago, at the second main floor again, she was returning to her post from her lunch bag, and something grabbed her lunch bag on her shoulder and gave her a good enough tug that she... It, she took a couple steps backwards, and uh, there was no one behind her. Wow. Like she thought it was maybe a coworker playing tricks on her, or, or whatever. But uh, she says since then I haven't had any further experiences. But she says it, it does creep me out a bit, and uh, you know there's definitely something there. Wow. So, I mean every jail and every prison has spirits in it. it I else. believe. It. I mean, uh, you know a lot. I don't even know if, if I've even mentioned this, but I used to be a correctional officer for about 15 years and I've, I've, I've got stories that I could tell on the podcast one day about seeing spirits and you know cups moving and uh, we had one of the nurses walk through our segregation area and something flicked her ear and her her earring went flying hmm. down the hallway but it still had the, the clasp on the back. What are they called? The butterfly? Mm-hmm. Clasp? Wow. Yep. So it was almost like whatever flicked it Transferred like materialized the, the hmm. butterfly through her earlobe, and she said one of the inmates was standing at the door of his cell. And He, he was like, wasn't me, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. And yeah. she, she's like, You saw that, right? He's like, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Wow. And uh, I mean, we've had lots of deaths, you know, mm-hmm. in the jail, suicides, and overdoses, and things like yeah. that. And
3: uh, yeah, all that negative stuff out there, all that, that
2: negative energy, right? They but love it. uh, Thanks to Carol for that quick little story, mm-hmm. and uh, we have had some people, some other listeners, inquire about giving us stories to read, but uh, I haven't heard back from them yet. Yeah. So this might uh, I've got inspire I could, them to get in front of the computer and type up. Yeah, type I'm up their stories. actually
3: working on a big since our Bigfoot podcast. I got an email, mm-hmm. and this thing's only what, what the pod only came out what yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a friend who got into the podcast and then he's got people into the podcast and some of them know me some of them don't some of them are friends of them and what have you and uh, so they they message me on my uh, my paranormal email your personal one yeah it's uh, you see them too uh, mm-hmm. gmail that's my paranormal I've got other, my normal emails but that's my paranormal one right and so they message me and this guy who's a listener he's working on it he says I Know of a person who's got an incredible Bigfoot story for you guys, mm. and if we I can know. get it. But he said the guy um, has never told the story in full. Apparently, it traumatizes them to this day. Really? Where's the guy from? Uh, it, this apparently, I said, where did it happen? He said, all I know, it was somewhere up by Algonquin Park. He said that's also oh, Northern known. Ontario. Yep. And okay. so he's gonna work on it. Um, I've even said, well, look, would the guy be willing to talk to me? You know, and he, he doesn't said, want to come on the pod. I, he he said to me, "Look, John, you can ask, but he said I'll guarantee you there's no way he will. Really? But this apparently um, he was in a some kind of a setting, and people were making fun of something that came on about a Bigfoot sighting, and this guy lost it for like ten seconds. Really? And, yeah. And so he knows him well, and he never told him a story. Mm-hmm. But all he could say he said was that those things are out there, and I know it because I was face to face with one. Wow." So I begged my friend. I said, look, you know what? And my buddy knows me. I said, like, I'm okay. I'll come out. But even if he would be willing to tell me the story, and then I'll tell the listeners. So I'm working on it. We'll see what happens. Cool. But the guy who relayed that to me Mm -hmm. um, is a high-quality individual, somebody I really respect. He's somebody who's commented on our podcast positively. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so he said, I will see what I can do. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. But this guy's, apparently this is a 30-plus year incident. It still bothers him. Bothers him? Well, and take it even further, uh, he's never, ever been in the woods since. since? Really? Never. Wow. Ever. So I'm going to work on getting that. Wow. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. alone is interesting in itself. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get the full story. That's crazy. Right. Yeah.
1: I got a, uh, a friend that uh, lives in, in this area here that uh, takes his dog out for walks, and recently he... Come across, he, he went down some trails and everything, uh, and just the same route that he, he usually takes. But he found um, a doll that was, I, I don't know whether it was laying there or what was going on with it. it. It was one of those motion things you could see. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on with <laughs> the picture here? Yeah. But uh, it's he's like a, a photographer. It's like right? an old Cupid doll. So almost. he finds this doll, so he. He leaves it there, and then the next day he comes by, and he says, you know, it was still there. We're looking
2: at the picture on Danny's phone, just so... uh...
1: He said, I picked it up, and I'm bringing it home for my daughter so she can, uh, you know, make something Halloween-y out of it, right? So he brings it home, Mm. and the dog will... It, like, hates the thing. Like, d- d- barks, growls, and backs it's, up it's in the even hair. It's creepy, though. I know, it's, it's not a it's, creepy doll. It's like a creepy doll with more hair. Right. So... And then his daughter will not go near this thing. She doesn't want anything to do with it. And he thinks this is pretty funny. So he's been carrying it on and posting pictures, you know, of it. And I I told him right away, get rid of that thing. Uh, right. I would put it back where he found it. Yeah. I'd put it back where he found it. <laughs> really? Yeah.
3: Somebody, somebody, I don't know, somebody put that there for a reason or...
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, exactly, and, you know, he's been kind of, he's a photographer, so he likes to take pictures of it and oh, put God. it in <laughs> different situations, and oh. so, I, I'm not saying that it's a haunted doll, because it's kind of a cute little thing. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't look mean at all. No, but yeah. still, it just has that creepy little feeling, like, <laughs> why is it out there? Annabelle. Right. I, you know? Why is it out there in the first place? Was it used for some sort someone of ceremony? Probably, probably, or?
2: Someone probably said, let's put this here and scare the hell out of, uh, and see if it ends up on Facebook. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, and your buddy fell right into it. But it's funny how the animal reacted. Yes. You know, because they see in a different range than we do, right? Yeah. yeah. And so he might, the dog may see something connected right. to it that we.
1: And it, it's a, a big hound dog. Like he's a big, you know, hunting yeah. dog, right? So but it just, yeah. Because
3: normally a dog, you'd throw that to it and they would just chew on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. dog would love to chew yeah. on that side. Well, maybe not that one. It might take it home seat. Yeah, Your dog
2: might be hiding
1: in the corner. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of interesting. And Listen, if
2: my dog's not hiding in the corner
1: at my house by now, then yeah. he's good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. And uh, another thing I wanted to share with, with you guys is uh, when I finish the podcast, you know, I always text you guys and say, you know, episode 18 or yep. F18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time I put Bigfoot... Um, Bigfoot posted. Well, I sent it to the wrong person. I (laughs) I sent it to a guy at work by accident. And he's he's our uh, morning man uh, on our our radio station. And so he gets this text that says, Bigfoot posted. (laughs) He has no idea what it means. So, of course, he's questioning me up today, right? But uh, I noticed when I said it to him, I was like, oh, so I kind of put on the bottom, you know, oh, sorry about that. That wasn't meant for you, but, you know. But, yeah, yeah, I had to explain about the Phantom Faction podcast. Well, it's that
2: time you sent that nude photo to me. Oh, jeez. And you were Listen supposed to, to send guy. it to someone else. And- oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You really, said it to everybody. And now. I said it to everybody. Yeah. You're really painting a bad picture. I'm of sorry. Me Dave. Well,
1: sometimes a good one. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> a good one. Hey-o.
3: Imagine if I, at the radio station the laugh did, track went yeah. on the air and it was like you know it, you know did his routine and said by the way there's some information coming about Bigfoot and uh, <laughs> that could have been a whole other story there. <laughs> oh, you know, oh yeah. Possible Bigfoot sighting. In
1: yeah, the Wingham yeah. region. So yeah, he was asking me all about it this morning. It's like, what is this Bigfoot thing you were? And you're like, oh and man, I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotta explain this now. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. And fortunately, I was wearing my Phantom Faction podcast T-shirt. Oh, you were? Yes. So okay. I, I showed him my T-shirt and right. And then, he's then, like, yeah. oh, well, that's really cool. You know, so yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Yep. Subscribe. Get him listening. Right. It. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: I've yeah. got some, what's that? I was just going to say, um, let uh, the listeners, let us know what you think. Uh, do you want to hear more Bigfoot stuff? You UFOs. Know, let us know what you think about it. We thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, we were even told some things off the air that we can't share, which yeah. were phenomenal. That yeah. was fascinating. Yeah, just fascinating uh, like, stuff, right? So, Yeah. yeah. But yeah. let us know what you think. Um, Dan and I, like we've said this before, we got a real fascination for the cryptid stuff. Yeah, I love the monsters. Yeah, yeah, really so. loves it, and we're gonna to try to work on this angle to maybe do some more dogman investigations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see how that pans out. So we're definitely gonna. Mm, we so get,
2: let us know what you think. We got a visitor, a couple of visitors in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah hanging someone, out in the bathroom. Someone in the doorway there. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're at the haunted yeah. Harrison Theater as usual, and uh, <laughs> there's someone. Poking, but this isn't poking around. this isn't
3: uh, Jedediah. This is the big. No, isn't not the little guy? No, Jake. Today. But J- anyway, that's J- the... J- diet, yeah. Yeah. One day he'll tell us. Jay. Yeah, there, there's well, a, there's J. a male there. Yeah, it's a male.
2: And if
1: he's using the bathroom, I wish he'd close the door. Yeah. Wash your hands. Yeah, wash <laughs> your hands. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll wrap things up. We'll be back once again uh, on our next yes. episode. 19. Thank you for listening. Yep. Subscribe, yep. please. Yep. Hit that subscribe button.
0: Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfactionoutlook.com. At